Hey there, I'm so excited that you're here today. We're continuing our series of how to receive healing from God, to be in that position where we can receive His extraordinary powers that heal us. He wants us to know. He wants us to have His power in our lives. He's so good. He so much loves you. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you that you do love us so much, that you're reaching out to us with your truth, with the revelation knowledge that we need to receive that good that you have for us. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. God wants us best for us, and he wants to share with us today Another reason, another actually form of faith. You know, some people don't know the, the faith principles and they're eager, eager to learn, eager to forgive, eager to bow down and surrender to Jesus as God. The Pharisees didn't surrender to him. In fact, they fought him. And they accused him of being the devil. But, and so surrendering is seeing him as the Son of Man, the Son of God, having that power to do anything. And so that's what we're going to learn today that we actually need to surrender to him to have faith in him. And so I was reading this morning, I want to start with that, in Matthew 18. Um, let's see. Let's start in verse 2. A, a leper came up to Jesus, prostrating himself, worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Notice he prostrated himself. He acknowledged Jesus as God. He acknowledged who he was. And he reached out his hand and he touched him, saying, I'm willing, be clean. It was that easy. His faith in just acknowledging Jesus as the Son of God for who he is. And then a satyrian man came up to Jesus, begging him, saying, Lord, my servant boy, he's at home paralyzed, distressed, and in intense pain. And Jesus said, I'll come and restore him. But the centurion replied to him, Lord, I'm not worthy or fit to have you come under my roof. Only speak the word, and my servant boy will be cured. For I also am a man subject to authority, with soldiers subject to me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and another come, and he comes. So he was saying, he gets it. He understands that Jesus is the Son of God. He gets who he is. Jesus heard him and he marveled and he said to those who followed him. And this is interesting. He describes in the Amplified Classic Bible, those who follow him adhere to steadfastly to him, conforming to his example and living and if need be in dying also. He was describing 
how his disciples had surrendered to him. I have not found this much faith with anyone, even in Israel. And then he said, I tell you, many will come from the east and the west and will sit at the table of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and the kingdom of heaven, while the sons and the heirs of the kingdom will be driven out into the darkness outside, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Because you don't inherit the kingdom of God. You surrender to Jesus. You surrender to God. You acknowledge him as God. And that is your faith in him. Then he said, go and it'll be done for you as you have believed. And the servant boy was restored to health at that very moment. I also want to note Luke 17. Um, in verse 12, he was, Jesus was going to the village and he was met by 10 lepers who stood at a distance and they raised up their voices and called, Jesus, master, take pity and have mercy on us. And when Jesus saw them, he said, go at once and show yourself to the priest. And as they went, they were cured and made clean. They were on their way to go show the priests. They weren't cured. As they went, they were cured. Then one of them, seeing that he was cured, turned back, recognizing and thanking and praising God with a loud voice. And he fell at Jesus' feet, thanking him over and over. He was a Samaritan. And Jesus said, weren't all ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was there no one found to return to recognize and give thanks and praise to God except this alien? And he said, get up and go your way, your faith, your trust, your confidence that spring from your belief in God. Notice your belief in God. He surrendered to him as God has restored to you your health. You know, when you have leprosy, you can be cured. The nine were cured on the way. But restored to health means whatever was affected by that leprosy, it was restored. He was restored to health. And so the point that I'm making today is that there are many who do not submit to who God is. Remember Jesus said in Mark 4, he said, Mark 4, 11, he said to the disciples, he was explaining, they asked what the parable meant. And he says, to you has been entrusted the mystery of the kingdom of God. That is the secret counsels of God, which are hidden from the ungodly. But for those outside of our circle, everything becomes a parable. The ungodly, those who haven't surrendered to him in order that they may look and look, but not see and perceive, may hear, and, but not grasp and comprehend. Least happily, they should turn again and with their willful rejection of the truth should be forgiven them. So he's not going to tell his mystery. He's not going to show him to the, himself to that one that doesn't acknowledge him as God. That's what he was saying. He's, it says in his own hometown, he couldn't do much because of their unbelief. They didn't believe, so he couldn't do hardly anything there. They wouldn't recognize him as God. People have their own, some people have their own understanding, their own faith their faith in something else. And 
even if God does touch them, even if they did receive like the nine lepers, maybe when they left, they thought, well, I'm cured, but I'm not restored to health. So that must not have been God. Like Jesus said, the enemy comes as soon as they hear the word and steals from them. And so we have to surrender fully to God, even though we don't understand. And, and lots of people do. They, they receive from Jesus an awesome thing, and they turn around and talk as if it was a coincidence, or maybe it happened because of this, or, you know, maybe they received and they lost it because they didn't believe, they didn't surrender. They listen to that voice because they don't know any better. They listen to the enemy come and steal from them. And so because they haven't surrendered and they don't have that real relationship with Jesus. Remember Judas said, "How are, he said the Holy Spirit's going to come and teach them and remind them of things to come. And he was saying, I'm not leaving. I'm still going to be with you. And Judas said, well, how will, how will we recognize you, but not the world? And it's because they submitted to him. They surrendered to him. If you love him, you'll obey him. When you obey him, you're surrendering to him. When you surrender to him, you're saying, you're God. I'm under you. You know all things. I'm subject to you. Just as a centurion was saying, he was saying, I'm subject to you. I understand your authority. I understand your power. And then Jesus recognized and confirmed to the disciples, you gave everything up to follow me. And you can't inherit you can't inherit the kingdom of heaven. It comes by surrendering. Healing comes by surrendering to Jesus, surrendering to who he is, acknowledging him. And when you acknowledge him, you'll obey him. You'll be hungry to do his will. Remember Matthew 7, 21 through 23. I often like to remind people of this because... It, it just, it proves that we have to submit to him. We have to surrender to him. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. You can't do the will of the Father unless you surrender to him. If you don't do the will of the Father, you might be calling him Lord, but you didn't surrender to him. And a sure sign of that is if you can't receive from him, if you think you're believing him to heal you and it hasn't happened, you didn't fully surrender to him. And I, I like to use the law of love because that's the greatest law. And everything falls under that law, the word says. 
If you love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, then you're going to love your neighbor. You're going to care about what he cares about, and he cares about your neighbor. So if you refuse to forgive someone, then you haven't surrendered. Peter said, how many times a day do I have to forgive my brother? Jesus said, seven times, 77 times. He was surrendering to Jesus. He was asking him the kingdom of God principles, just like when they were asking him to explain the parable. They, they were surrendering to him. You explain this so we can understand this, so that we can do this, so that we can follow you. And so, not everyone who calls me Lord, and deception, lots of people are calling him Lord, and they haven't surrendered. Maybe it's gossip, which isn't love. Maybe it's stealing, which isn't love. See how all these things fall under the category of love. And of course, unforgiveness isn't love. And if you don't forgive, God calls you a sounding gong. What does that say? So then many are going to say, but Lord, I did this, I did that. They tried to make up for their sin by doing a work, a different work. Well, I didn't forgive, but I did Sunday school. And Jesus is going to say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness, away from me. You who didn't surrender to me, I don't know you. You lived in deception. You know, lots of people don't like to be corrected. And really, Jesus said, that he loves you while he corrects you. And hanging out in Matthew 7, 21 through 23 for a bit, when we don't surrender to him and we don't find out beforehand that we haven't, if we don't have the revelation knowledge he's giving us right here and right now, then on that day, the thing that he says to you when he judges you, it's going to be terrible. For instance, if you held a grudge against someone and you treated them indifferently, you didn't treat them like the person you actually had feelings for. You didn't love them. How would you like to hear on that day? Well, you treated this person as less than yourself. You put yourself on a pedestal and you mistreated this person that I told you to love. So I don't know you. You didn't love. Off to the fiery furnace, out to the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth because you didn't love. If you're not receiving your healing, that's only the first. That's only the first thing. 
If you continue to live your whole life and think, well, I don't need to be healed. I, I'm okay with this. I'm not forgiving that person. If you don't surrender and you don't get healed, that's one thing. But when you stand before Jesus that day and you haven't surrendered, are you willing to be thrown out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth? Surrender. Look at the Word and find out things to come. Jesus said the Holy Spirit would tell you things to come. He's telling us ahead of time because He loves us. He is not a respecter of persons. And so, you can't say to Him that day, but Lord, when you told Him no, you told Him no. When you wouldn't forgive, you're saying no. I reject you. You're not God. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm not surrendering to you. It's a scary thing. And um, one thing that you never want to go through. You don't want Jesus to reject you. So don't reject him now. Surrender to him. Be anxious to do good. Be anxious to know, like Peter said, how many times do I have to do this? And then you take that direction and you apply it to your life. That's how it works. And so when someone gets healed and the enemy comes and talks them out of submitting, surrendering, to Jesus, that healing will be lost, gone. Even if you pray the prayer, there's no eternal life for someone who doesn't surrender. That's really the main thing. If you surrender, you're going to be willing. If you truly surrender, like that leper, you're going to be going, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for everything that he does for you. You're going to bow down to him. Not him to you. So eternal life and your, and your healing really goes together. Upon the stage that you're in, what Jesus has told you to do, if you have surrendered to him, at that point, you can receive your healing. So it's not that you have to be perfect per se, but you have to be willing and obedient. You have to be willing to learn. The one man came back. And he was willing. He acknowledged Jesus. The other nine never came back. Where did they go? What happened to them? Jesus said. And so when you receive your healing, they weren't restored. The nine weren't restored. As far as we know, they never came back. 
And so when you receive your healing, submit, be thankful, serve him, do what he tells you to do, love, make it your quest. Revelation 3.19, Jesus said he corrects those he loves. He convinces, he convicts. He's showing you how to be like him, how to have good in your life. Revelation 3.20, he's knocking at the door of your heart. He said if you invite him in by heeding his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And he's going to teach you, he's going to guide you. Like the disciples, they were freaking out when he left, when he said he was going to go. He said, don't worry, I'm not leaving you as orphans. The Holy Spirit's going to come, tell you things to come, remind you of the things I said, be your counselor, your standby, whatever you need, he's going to be there for you. He's always going to be with you. But if you don't heed his voice then he won't be. Jesus said, if you love me and you obey me, I'm going to make my home with you, in you, me and my Father. And so if you're ready to surrender to him, I want to say that prayer with you. Right now, pray with me. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for teaching us, for telling us the truth correcting us so that we know the truth so that we can have the revelation knowledge of knowing where we stand before we stand before you that day thank you so much we surrender to you now we submit to you we're going to live our life under your direction we're going to heed your voice. We submit to you, love you and praise you and give you all the glory. In your name, amen. He is so good. He is so in love with you. And um, yeah, if you didn't say this prayer with me, on your own, get on your knees and surrender to him. Surrender. Find out who he is. Open the word of God. Look at it, apply it, do it, ask him to help you, and he will. Thanks so much for listening. God bless you.